Uh, Bethany Frankel. Oh, oh, yeah. What'd she say? So I'm on the Insta, Graham, and I see that Bethany has posted this little, hey, if you're going to listen to any episode of my podcast, this is the one. So I was like, ooh, I'm intrigued. So I read, I clicked more, and I read the whole post. And it was basically not a rebuttal, but it's Bethany controlling her narrative and saying, look, this book is coming out about the housewives. Oh, right. And all of these two line headlines are coming out without context. Mm -hmm. No, 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 sister. I'm going to tell you the real stories, plural. First of all, brilliant. Let's just acknowledge brilliant on Bethany's part. And second of all, second of all, she is delivering the goods. I was as a now look, you have to be a Housewives fan of any of the series of any of the franchises to get to enjoy this. But I will tell you, even if you are minorly aware of the franchise, what Bethany spills in this first Edition, because she's doing this, I think, over three episodes. Oh, gosh. Wow. 44 minutes of great stories. Does I was she say- go into uh, <laughs> Kelly Ben Simone and what she said not about yet. her being threatened? And uh, No, not okay. yet. But I'm telling you, I was like a kid waiting for Santa. I was like, tell me more. Oh, good. <laughs> it was what was like, the most shocking? Not so much shocking, but... Here's what I found fast. Oh, I could do. We're already out of time. Well, I'll go into the next segment here. Um, First of all, they had no idea. Now, this is standard now. But when they were filming in season one of New York, they had no idea that it was going to be the real Housewives of New York. Ramona and Countess and uh, uh, Jill Zarin had signed up for a show called Manhattan Moms about moms trying to get their kids into fancy schools. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's a good premise. And Jill, um, Jill had met Bethany. Bethany was basically talking about her hustle and how, you know, when she was doing Bethany Bakes, she she worked. She was a chef on the set uh, of Law and Order for Mariska Hargitay for a little while, and she would mm. always give her cookies her natural because she was a natural food chef. Yeah. She would always give her cookies and her food to all of these celebrities. She was hustling, girl. I mean, lover or hater, oh. Bethany is a hard earth worker. You know. Oh yeah. So she kept. She was hustling and hustling and hustling, and she went to this event, this polo event that she wasn't even supposed to be at. And that's where she met Jill Zarin. And Bethany had found her way into the VIP tent. And Jill was like, how did you get in here? (laughs) Anyway, to cut this short, Jill was with the producer of Manhattan Moms. And Jill introduced her to Bethany. And immediately the producer was intrigued by her because she had recognized Bethany from Martha Stewart's Apprentice. Mm. Uh Aha. So the producer ended up calling Bethany and saying, I really want to talk to you. And Bethany had no interest. This was one of the first surprising. Bethany didn't want to do it. She wanted a show on the Food Network. And she's like, I had no uh, uh, ambition to do reality TV because I had already done Martha Stewart's Apprentice and it wasn't a good experience for her. So she went home and her boyfriend at the time, another Jason, had said, Bethany, 
<laughs> this is a great opportunity. Like right. you, you, you should do you, this. You can turn this into an opportunity for you if this is going to be a hit. So she called the producer and she goes, look, I'm interested. When we come back, I will tell you what they thought they were filming was not actually what they were filming and how a, and how a mess up on Bravo's part helped to lead to Bethany's millions. A screw up by Bravo executives led to one of the best contracts ever. And I'll tell you that when we come back. Uh, Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Okay, I'm talking about uh, telling the ladies and you about a surprise uh, episode of Bethany Frankel's podcast. Um, You guys go go download it right now. I guess it's going to be a three-parter. It's her version, her truth on what will inevitably be a drip, drip, drip of headlines coming out of this new book all about the housewives history that drops on Tuesday or Is I should it say the, it's not in all diamonds and rosé that's the book's title yeah, oh, yeah. there's some so crazy Be- stories coming out of that bethany is talking about the history of her um and her viewpoint of how things went down so picking up the story she was saying when the producers approached her after being introduced to Jill she said uh, she reluctantly agreed. She had, she this is the first thing that surprised me that she really didn't want to do this. She had no desire to do this. Her desire was for a food show. So she agreed. Uh, she met this producer that kind of wooed her, and she goes, "Fine, fine, fine. I'll film a scene." So eagle-eyed New York viewers. Travel back with me to season one. Lex, you were you you watched with me. Oh yeah. Live in real time. Remember in season one when Bethany went with Jill to watch Ramona and Countess play tennis and yes. they were squabbling? Remember yes, that? Yes, I do, because I just started re-watching New York yes. like a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, Bethany wasn't even officially hired yet. That was she wasn't even this is a try out. A, it, <laughs> wasn't, it wasn't even New York Housewives. Yeah. B, Bethany wasn't even hired. Bethany didn't even really know any of the wives. But that scene, now go back and watch it. It was that scene and Bethany's pithy responses and Bethany's rem- Bethany's responses to the the ridiculousness of these middle-aged women fighting about tennis. All of these cutaway shots of Bethany making these hysterical faces, that is what, because she was, Bethany was the question mark housewife. I think that's the term they used. Like, okay, do you know, when Andy Cohen didn't want her. Well, especially and, if they were focused on moms, she wasn't a mom at the time. Well, and Andy didn't like that she was a known person. Now, Andy has since changed. That's why Lisa Renna couldn't get on for about 10 years. Oh, Andy right. did not want any housewife to have previous connections. Oh, my God. So anyway, so Bethany filmed that scene. Now, remember that, because this is what I found like, even if you're not a Housewives fan, I was I thought this was interesting. Bethany went in and went to her uh, with her business guy and said, I want to pitch Bravo while we now have this connection. I want to pitch them this 
cooking idea, this cooking show idea. They went into the Bravo offices and they start the pitch. And the woman from Bravo looked at Bethany and said, well, wait a minute. Aren't you taping? Aren't you filming a show with us right now? <laughs> and she goes, yeah, but I don't. They've never sent over a contract. And they said, what? You're filming and you don't have a contract? And now they had all of this footage with Bethany. They loved her. She overheard them saying that Bethany was it. Like, Bethany, not only is this fifth housewife that they were looking for, <laughs> but that she is going to be it. So Bethany knew she was in the catbird seat. And she goes, yeah, I, I don't have a contract. That screw-up by Bravo led to two things. First, Bethany said from that moment on, nobody is allowed to film a frame without signature in black and white. Smart. And number two, it led to what is now referred to, and you've heard about this, it is now uh, the the Bethany clause, mm-hmm. where be, because Bethany was in the catbird seat and Bethany could look forward, Bethany could see where this was going. She had Bravo over a barrel and said, um, "You will get no profits from anything my Bethany bakes. I this is all mine." So when any time Skinny Girl is mentioned, <laughs> Bethany doesn't have to give a dime to Bravo. All of the other ladies. Uh, Countess's tour, mm. Countess's music, Ramona's skincare, Ramona's failed Chardon or Pinot Grigio. <laughs> if they mention any of these businesses, a cut goes to NBC Universal. Wow! But not Bethany. All because of the Bravo producers and executives not making Bethany sign on the dotted line way back in 2009. So wow. she basically said, "If you want me on this show, this is what my demands are." Oh, my gosh. And, she and, probably had a really good person with her, too, to help negotiate. Well, but she also overheard that producer yeah. going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs over Beth over the daily footage yeah. of, of Bethany. And, and they realizing how good Bethany was going to be on the show. Yeah. Not and that she, she can't negotiate herself. I'm just no, saying oh, to have someone there to say, OK, how about this? How about that? Let's brainstorm what we want. And Lex, I thought about you and your over the decade now 12 13 years that we've been covering housewives and and your occasional uh you know it comes in your 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 criticism of the show yeah it's bethany's too and what i mean by that is bethany said if you look at season one and two she says that is the most authentic seasons there are yep she goes because the fights, the, she goes, the ridiculous fights that Ramona and Jill had were real. Yeah, they she goes, were not like, they, go over there and say yeah. this to her. Right. She said they that nobody knew the game. She goes, that was, and she goes, and this is what, I went like this on my couch and went, oh. She said, two things changed. She goes, you can put a, you can put a pin where things changed for everybody, and, and especially for her. Number one, watch what happens live. Mm, I can see that. Andy Cohen's the debut of that show changed everything because as Bethany puts it, they became it became the Hunger Games. And you went on that show primarily to bust on your your uh, castmates. Mm -hmm. You went on there, you know, with the polls of like, whose side are you on? And are you on Team Bethany or Team Jill? And it turned it into a sport and it raised everybody's defenses on the cast. And she said, and then you get to season three. That was Bethany's last season. And then she left, I think, for three. 
She said also what changed it was when she was she was the first housewife to start getting these side opportunities. And she said she knew the writing was on the wall. She was asked to fill in on the Today Show, I believe, with Hoda, who's a genuine friend of hers. And she said she got to Rockefeller Plaza. She got to the NBC studios and the producer said to her, oh, my God, Bethany, all of your colleagues all of your castmates are hounding us of why, why are we there? Why are, why, why is just Bethany? We should all be there. Oh why? My God. Jill called, Ramona called, Countess called. She goes, they are driving us crazy that you are here and they are not. And Bethany said mm-hmm. right then she knew that it was the pitting against each other, that it, it went, the show basically got to everybody. And she said that was one of the determining factors of her leaving after the third season. That and uh, the fight with Jill, which she didn't get really into. Huh. Um, wow, but, that's really, really insightful and, and and smart of her to see that and explain it in that way. Because that is true. That's what happened. Yeah. And that's exactly. I, yeah, I, exactly. I, I watched. I remember when she filled in, and it was a big deal. It was like, look at look at Bethany on the Today Show. Yeah, and um, yeah, and she kind of stopped there. My last little thing, and you guys can listen to this. I'm, if you're an, an even a six ninety four fan of Housewives, that you'll find this fascinating. Is she kept alluding to the knowledge of how influential she is on that show and how popular she is. And she goes, people, she was like, there's not a day in my life where people don't ask me to come back to the show. But what I found fascinating was, and I think it's either, it's a ploy to make us keep listening. She never addresses it. What I mean by that is she never says definitively she'll never come back or she is coming back. She just talks about Mm. how people want her back. And she did some introspection. She said, and and it's what we've said about her. She now realizes people don't want to see her on her HBO show. They didn't want to see her in talk show form. They don't want to see her in anything else. She knows that they want to see her dealing with her contemporaries. They want to see her mingling with her friends Mm -hmm. and doing these pithy little interviews where she does these biting little. She goes, I know how people want me. People want me very in a, smart in a, in an ensemble. Yeah, they don't they don't want me because on the my talk sh- show was not great. No, and I thought, wow, that was one of the last things. And I'm I'm That's literally my insights, yeah. I, I, I in the living room going. Bethany, people love her for her snark and her honesty. Yes. And when you're just doing a talk show, it's hard to do that. You know, yeah. Right. So, do you think this is the kind of the beginning of the end for her podcast? Then, or does she no. think people like the pod? It's people like the podcast. It's just the yeah. TV side. Yes. Yeah. They want so, her insights on. I, that's, that's, I haven't even scratched the surface. It, she literally went, I mean, frame by frame of how the Housewives of New York came to be. They were pissed. They didn't even know it was called the Housewives until they started doing press. And the cast was livid. They didn't want to be like Orange County. They wanted to be something special. So they were ironically not happy about being in the Real Housewives franchise. But oh. Bethany, Bethany admits they didn't have the force. They didn't have the f- uh, forward-looking view that Bravo did. Bravo realized they were building a franchise, and the wives didn't see it that way. And Bethany said that was an error on our part. 
Um, she said the only housewife that knew Ramona. Wow. Ramona Ramona looked at all of them and said, guys, this is going to be a phenomenon, a, a pop culture phenomenon. <laughs> and they laughed at Ramona. Uh, Ramona goes, no, 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 no. It's she true. goes, just wow. just watch. You get an instinct like this yep. is good. Yep. Did so, she talk about her relationship with Andy Cohen at all? No, that, not yet. No, not yet. Okay. Yeah. So, mm. so go listen to it, guys. Uh, the Bethany Pank, uh, Frankel podcast. 